Welcome to the Think Transition podcast with me, Hugo Langton, and Akusti Salonen, a 10-minute podcast discussing all things football coaching. Hi, and uh, welcome back to the latest episode of the Think Transition with me, Hugo, and of course, uh, the one and only Akusti. Um, this week, we figured, you know, we'd go fairly topical. Um, you know, it's that time of year, particularly here in England, where uh, pre-season is going to start in a few weeks and people are obviously starting to think about their own uh, fitness, whether it be coaches delivering the fitness and uh, obviously the players, they don't want to turn up on day one of pre-season uh, unfit. Um, so long gone are the days of where players would finish the season, they'd go off to Magaluf for six weeks and eat burgers and drink beer, turn up on day one of pre-season and, and hope for their coaches to get fit. Good old days, good old days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting to see how it goes over there because this is new for me to know what kind of preseason you have. And uh, like we discussed this a couple it's of weeks ago, pre preseason, yeah, pre preseason, you know, which is uh, a term that's come out in the last year or two. Yeah, and when you mentioned that, uh, please let me know more why this is a good topic for today. Well, I think that, you know, I completely understand and I think it's great that particularly players, they want they don't want to turn up and they want to pre-season uh, and, and feel unfit or be left behind or they want to give themselves the best opportunity to uh, have a good pre-season and start the season well. You know, but the thing that's it, that I find interesting, obviously, is that you know you, you might get a group of guys together, they're friends, but they're all at different football clubs. You yeah. Know? And uh, so they, they, they turn up and they, they think to themselves, okay, well, what are we going to do? Uh, and I find the content of it really interesting because a lot of these guys, are, they, they, they're working very hard um, and that's brilliant to be commended. But, you know, it's inter- I find watching the videos uh, of them doing it really, really interesting. So, yeah, I mean, have you, I'm sure you've seen some of them on, on Twitter, for example, haven't you? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of, um, you know, cones, ladders, hurdles, uh, which, you know, I, I, I kind of get in the sense because the players are trying to think maybe uh, about uh, football actions and movements. Um, but the ones that, you know, that, the other ones are um, the treadmill guys, you know, the guys that uh, I, I need to get fit. Um, I, I'm going to go running for 30 minutes, you know. Um, so they're, they're, the, they're the more, for me, they're the more interesting guys because, uh, I, you know, you, if you run on the treadmill for 15 minutes, you're conditioning your body to run at one speed, yeah? Yeah, if you run around, If you run through Randall Park for 30 minutes, you're running at, you're conditioning your body to run at one tempo when football's an explosive intermittent sport, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this is interesting because, you know, first day of the preseason, you should be fresh to start to build up your fitness level back to the uh, game. And uh, for me, I, I think if, if you're on holiday, you spend there a couple of weeks, get your freshness level high, and then you can do it with interval running. Or... It might be interesting mm-hmm. just to explain fitness and freshness. So, 
if if you if, if after the long season you are still fit, but your freshness level, so your thinking and your body needs time to recover from that season, and that's why you have a break between the preseason and last season, and you gain your fit, uh, freshness level back. So you may may drop a little bit fitness, but not that much during that time. If you are player and you keep your body body in a in a way it should be, mm-hmm. not eating burgers six weeks, drinking, yeah. yeah, yeah, not not going to Benidorm to spend time <laughs> in the pubs. Uh, but you gain your freshness level back, so you are fresh to start to build your fitness. Mm. to the higher level, back to the level what it was last year. I think um, you know, a lot of these guys, they, the season ended and they, they have, they, they've had uh, maybe already three, four weeks off. And, um, you know, they obviously the, the desire to get their bodies moving again is where we're coming here with the pre-season because these guys are, are footballers and they, they, they don't like these days to be sitting around doing nothing. They like to be active. So which is why I think this is why they, the, I get it, why the pre-pre-season thing has come in, you know. So what, in your opinion then, you know, uh, well, you know, from a, an objective point of view rather than an opinion, what do you think, you know, what advice would you give uh, maybe to players or, or coaches? Uh, I'm, I'm going tomorrow morning actually to a, 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 a session which I'm really looking forward to. And it'll be interesting because I've got maybe 20 players from different levels of football, from the championship down to the bottom of uh, semi-professional. So there'll be a difference in standard. Obviously, you can't work on anything at team level. So you're literally working with players on an individual level. For me, maybe playing football. Playing football. Because if there are coaches who doesn't coach you during the season, What's the point to teach them to do some in a team level, tactical level, yeah. communication? Because they are not playing together. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe for the coaches, it's more like uh, if you see something in his decision making and execute of decisions, right. maybe you coach those. Yeah. But for me, that, that, that could be the best way to do pre season training, not isolated training with drinks with hurdles and cones playing football and if you if you're a good coach you coach decision making and execute the decision yeah yeah because yeah, you, you can't yeah exactly because the, the tactical communication side is pointless you know because these players in two weeks time they're gonna will go in different directions off to different football clubs where their tactical training will be vastly different yeah, and uh, also in the first training, maybe let them play. Let them play football and try to observe the players. And if you see the problems next next time, you maybe point that out and start trying to help him. And it's also coming from the players. They need to ask the questions. Do you think as well it's a great opportunity? If you're a coach uh, in your your facilitating a pre-pre-season session, you know, it's a good uh, chance to maybe to start to, to change, you know, to, to, to teach the players to think better. Uh, I, I think that's the first step. 
you know, more, more, yeah, yeah, and uh, thinking and yeah, I, I think that's the best way to start. You know, I think it's uh, if they start to think about the transition. You know, yeah. in these kind of sessions, is like, well, hang on, am I am I standing still when we lose the ball, or am I am I doing something, or should I be doing something? Yeah, and even when the team have a ball, think where I could play that ball if they pass to me, where I should move, that kind of stuff. So more about the position, the movement, the direction, and the speed. speed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I know. Yeah, so I, I, this is. Really, really, really interesting topic, you know, and it's something that I've thought about a lot over the last couple of seasons. And um, the one thing that worries, not worries me, but, you know, I, that I think about, should I say, is that, you know, sometimes you get these guys, they go to, uh, your players might go on these pre-pre-season camps uh, where they're overloaded um, and they come back and they've, they've been on a three-day camp somewhere uh, where they've had two sessions a day uh, from a guy who, from a coach who's nothing to do with you or your football club, and always, I always think that they, they may condition my player to be something I don't want him to be. Yeah, you want to play short passes, and they <laughs> condition them to play long passes. But there's also the accumulation of fatigue. Yeah, absolutely, and going that's that's why maybe if if, if they need some overload. That could be the thinking because when they're coming back to the preseason and with the team, uh, and and if they understand, hey, this situation is like this, they think faster and then they play better. But if they think slowly, yeah, the, they play I the way they train. My my final question to you is: What advice could we give? to these guys who are going out and they're working hard um you know how many you know how much time should be should they rest between each uh, session because these guys some of them they want to go out every day and work hard um but then they, they they're accumulating fatigue which then causes problems in the in the longer term because they'll get tired if their brain works slower which means they're more likely to get injured you know the nervous system slows down what 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 kind of uh, how many you know, let's just say it's saturday to saturday how many times could these guys go and, and do some pre preseason work? Three, four times a week. Sure. It, it, it depends on what kind of games they are playing. If they play 11, 11 games a lot, then yeah. it's like 24 hours to recover. If they play seven with seven games, then the body needs 48 hours. Yeah. If they play even smaller games in a high level, then they need more time to rest because they've had more. Touches the ball, they want more action. More access in yeah. a minute. So, the 11 yeah. v 11, just to be clear, we're saying so if you're, if you're playing 11 v 11 in pre preseason, then uh, you're, you're not going to have the ball that often and you're not going to do as many football actions. Whereas, if you're on a smaller pitch with less players, then obviously you're going to do more. So, that's and and, and, and Bruce is saying, Bill. Yeah. Okay, listen, um, we've just gone over 10, 10 minutes. Um, so, listen, but it's a, a great topic. Um, and obviously, we'd love to hear some feedback from anybody. Or um, and we have a really, really interesting topic next week, don't we? Yes, yes, we have. Um, Evolving an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and green one. A green animal. Yeah, we're looking forward to that one. So, listen, thank you again for for listening. Uh, and it's, so it's goodbye from me and the Coos team. We'll, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Think Transition podcast.